Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I did something today I haven't done probably since, like, college. And that is I totally overslept. And I got to work later than I should have. And then when I got here, I realized... I may not be as essential as I thought I was. <laughs> because nothing really. Because, you know, they, the sun will rise or everything was working, everything was on, things were red. So I was like, huh, I probably, you know what I probably could have done as I thought about it? I was like, I could have probably just phoned it in literally. Because, you know, instead of, yeah. instead of getting to my car and like racing as fast as I could to, you know, down JT, instead of doing all that, I could have just. Rolled into my home studio and be like, yeah, I'm going to work from home today. Yeah, it's an accident. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. In fact, I think I'm going to start doing that one day a week now. Is just for kicks. Is it over just... sleep? No. <laughs> I'd like to do that five days a week. No, I'm going to, you know, I was thinking maybe next week we do uh, we do like a test from the homes. Didn't you say you were taking a day off? You're taking the whole week off, right, Hannah? Well, I talked to... The upper people here. And the I'm, upper people? The upper people. I talked to Nick. <laughs> Wait a minute. If you talk to the upper people, does that make us the lower people? No, we're on the second story. She was on the ground floor. Oh, okay. Like, hey, hey, I talked hey, to the bourgeoisie. <laughs> no, you screamed kidding. up to the window and said, hey, upper people. And what did they tell you? No, uh, and he said, there's a strict no uh, overtime policy. He's like, but I'll talk to people. He's like, I'll get back to you. Oh, okay. All right. And so I think it's a yes, though, but I'd have to come in at 10. That's fine. I and mean, that's what I, that's basically when I came in today. I'm what's your plan? Uh, I don't know. Hoppy. What? I'll pick a Hoppy? day. You said you were going to. There's the interesting thing about the other Josh. He just willy nilly. He has no distinct. He's like, I'm going to take a day off. And I go, when he goes, I don't know. So it's not like you have a plan or a set vacation. Yeah, man, You're I just live my life day you by were, day, man. You are really like a free spirit. Yeah. You were just, Driving your your electric car around, going maybe I'll go to work today, maybe I won't. A free spirit is the way of like Mark calling you liberal. (laughs) (laughs) That's the nice. I'll oversleep tomorrow. That's the nice. Yeah, you should. Uh, Anyway, let's say if you're if you're streaming online, I don't I don't even have my Facebook up yet, but uh, we're gonna. Here's what we have. First of all, it's a big day today. We do have uh, really important information for people here in Florida, and uh, I haven't even you know I'm gonna be honest with you, I haven't even uh, dove into it yet. But Rich Jones pasted a fantastic article on wokv.com called In-Depth Phase 1 of the Florida Reopen Plan. And so basically uh, it it covers, in fact, I'll just read it for you verbatim. Governor Ron DeSantis said most of Florida will be able to enter Phase 1 of reopening as of May 4th, which I believe is Monday. Uh, Except for the three counties with the most cases in South Florida, he said, quote, we need to focus on facts and not fear. DeSantis said phase one means elective surgeries can resume. Now, electives, I'm excited about that one because that means I can go get my Botox again. That's what he said. He said everybody thinks elective surgery is just cosmetics. No, it's not. Yeah, but it's anything that can be put back. Right. But it also includes cosmetic surgery. Yes, it so de- definitely like, does. Yeah. It's not just cosmetic surgery, but that means that they can reopen um, any kind of cosmetic procedures that you may need. But, for example, like a uh, uh, when you do, what's the, with the proctology, where you stick the camera up your butt? Oh, okay. Um, uh, 
You know, I know that, exactly uh, what you're talking about. The uh, scope, what do you call it? Colonoscopy. That's what it is. I believe that's an elective <laughs> surgery procedure. Okay. And it's also life-saving. Yeah, so yeah. I thought at 50 find... you like, had to get it, though. Yeah, I went into my doctor and I said, hey, do I need a colonoscopy? And he said, not till you're 50. And I said, can I get one anyway? Because I'm kind of interested in what it looks like up in there. Weird. And he said, he said that's <laughs> gross. Yeah, he goes, that's weird. He goes, I mean, you could, but uh, I, don't think you're, I don't think your insurance is going to pay for it. And I said, probably. <laughs> I don't think my insurance is going to pay for it when I'm 50 either. Um, schools, bars. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Uh, elective surgeries can resume. Restaurants can do outdoor seating with six feet between tables. We mentioned this a little bit yesterday. So if you have uh, outdoor seating, six feet between tables, that's how they're going to start this thing. And 25% capacity indoors with six-foot spacing, which means if you have a restaurant that seats 50 people, then 12 will be able to eat in there at a time. So uh, if you have, if you go in there with like a table for 12, you may be the, it may be like a private dining You have situation. to rent the whole building. Uh, he said retail can also open as well with 25% capacity. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. The retail stores that I frequent never closed because I don't really, if it's not the Home Depot or Target, odds are I don't really go there. <laughs> that's all online? That's all. I mean, it's all online, but even still, if you, if, if there's anything that I need, you know, Walmart occasionally, but uh, I guess places like Home Goods, you know, are going to reopen and stuff. Um, the the uh, hardware stores have always been open. I mean, yeah. I've been to Home Depot more in the last three months than I have been probably in my entire life. Yep. And um, and so the retail, I think more like clothing stores and things like that. That means the town center will hopefully start coming back to life, start bustling again with activity. Schools, bars, gyms, and personal services like salons will remain closed under phase one, which is so weird because salons uh, and bar and salons and gyms were the first thing to open up in Georgia. And we're starting to see a lot of photos come out of Georgia. They're doing a lot of the interesting thing about the photos from Georgia, from the salons, the hair salons and the nail salons, is that people have taken uh, these really extreme measures to protect themselves, not just wearing masks, but at the nail salon. Did you see the shower curtains they hung up between the women doing the procedure and the woman receiving? I did no, that's it. That's weird. Oh, that sounds like a C-section. Like, it it kind of is like that. What happens is you now sit in your chair to get your pedicure or your manicure, and there's a shower curtain hanging between you and whoever's giving it to you. And if you your feet stick out the other side of the shower curtain or your hands stick through that's the shower so curtain, weird. and uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm sure my wife would be all about it. She'd I feel like, like it's very dehumanizing, though. What do you mean? Like, you can't see the person, like, working on your feet or your hands, and you can't be like, oh, thank you, that looks so nice. I went to get a pedicure <laughs> with my wife once, and I sat down in that chair, and I turned on the massager, and I closed my eyes, and I didn't see anything for like an hour. <laughs> so you can hang whatever you want in front of me. You can hang a shower curtain. You can build a wall. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the can... hardest part about going to those places is getting over the smell. You walk in and it just oh, hits you in smell. the face. Oh, my. That's I can't stand it. I get a headache right away. It smells like nail polish or yeah, nail well, polish remover. <laughs> but it's oh so overbearing that yeah. I just get a headache immediately. Oh, all once right. you get used to it, they let you sit down next to your wife getting your feet rubbed, and then you can get your uh, your like your uh, your chair done. Yeah, your what? You sit what? in the chair, and the chair takes care. Yeah, of and the chair takes care of the rest. Yeah, it like brings you a beer. Oh yeah, they bring you. A, that's the other thing too. The first time like I champagne. went, they brought me a drink, and the second time I went, I realized I'm literally going to be asleep in two seconds. <laughs> I don't even need. To I don't know how you sleep though, because like when they do either the foot scrubber or when they massage your feet, I can't handle it. It tickles, and I literally do everything I can not to kick them in the face. Oh wow, that's yeah. You definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> that's why they have a shower curtain. <laughs>
stop you from kicking them in the face. Anna walks in and they're arguing. They're like, oh, no, here comes the kicker. Hang up a second curtain. You take her. No, you take her. No, you take her. <laughs> uh, all right, so schools are still closed. The governor is being more cautious than the recommendations given to him by a task force he established to make suggestions on reopening businesses. The governor specifically excluded hard-hit, heavy-populated Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties saying their businesses will begin phase one when it is safer. So, again, very different than what you saw in Georgia, which was a grand reopening of the state. And it almost seemed like the less essential businesses like the tattoo parlors and the and the gyms and the salons were open first. Now you've got uh, now you've got us here in Florida. It's it's gradual. It's not every it's not a blanket. Every single one of the 63. How many counties do we have? 63. Yeah. Something like that. 67. Why are you looking at me like did nobody take Florida? Idea. How many counties in in uh, Florida, somebody? Josh, are you Googling that? Josh will get to it. Okay. Um, anyway, it, not all of the counties are opening up and also uh, limited to more of the retail and the restaurant establishments, not so much the hair salons. In a minute, we ha- we've been getting a lot of open mic messages. Here's a question that I guess somebody asked. We started getting open mic messages about it. Was which businesses do you think will not be able to survive or will be drastically changed forever because you know we have like our favorite restaurants uh we used to go and get sushi from this restaurant every single week tiny little place and i'm thinking to myself there's no way they come back from this so now i'm I'm wondering what else is going to be totally changed forever or what businesses will just 100 percent close because of all these uh because of the coronavirus and the social distancing 855-765-1045 quick break we got a ton of your phone calls a lot of people already lined up uh we've also got some what the bleep today too which is very exciting um stay tuned for that it's all coming up on 104.5 wokv you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio stream the mark k show in the wokv app for your apple or android device this is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKB, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855-765-1045. Today is Thursday, by the way. It's not Friday. It feels like a Friday to me, but uh, it's not. It's still, it is still uh, Thursday. You're right over there? Sorry. <laughs> thought the mic was off. You're supposed to turn the mic <laughs> off when you cough. Okay, turn it got it. When, you're, when you're done, 855-765-1045. So we are selectively reopening the state of Florida. There's going to be things that are opening back up. Uh, not, no, nothing in South Florida. Those three counties that can't vote, they, they still can't open. And I think that's, I think that's the uh, governor punishing them for not being able to vote appropriately. Um, and for for making up all those uh, all those ballots in the last election, but uh, in the end, basically, what's going to happen is you're going to start to see retail locations open back up and restaurants in limited capacity, and then uh, you're going to start seeing um, you're going to start seeing the beaches, of course, which are open now all day long, which is kind of good news. Uh, so, it, and this all begins on Monday, so we'll be watching that. I'm sure there'll be a couple more press conferences, and all of this is contingent again on us being responsible. Um, and following some of the models of what we've already seen in states that have opened up, like Georgia. And Georgia, and that, that's the big thing. People think everybody is stupid. They think everybody just, the, the go-to for human nature is duh. So when Georgia reopened, everyone was like, they. I, I literally read in the Atlantic, there was a headline, and it was something like, uh, something like Georgia volunteers for human, what was it, human, or, or Georgia volunteers to sacrifice humans. Or something like that, because they were, it was really horrible and it was really clickbaity. Um, but the fact of the matter is, Georgia's not doing that. They're given the option to open back up. Some businesses are, some businesses ain't, and the businesses that are seem to be doing it in a fairly responsible way. Plus, the consumers, a lot of them are still 
petrified with fear because of the news media and because of all the reporting of the coronavirus. So they're going to take it easy, too. Uh, they're going to wear their masks. They're going to social distance. They're going to make sure that they're going sometimes, at, you know, maybe at times that they feel there won't be that many people. And they won't be as as infected or or open to infection. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Eileen is in Jacksonville. Hi, Eileen. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, I just wanted to tell you, I don't believe a colonoscopy is an elective surgery. Is it not? It's okay. It's an invasive procedure. Are you going to have that done? Well, I mean, it's elective if you think you may have colon cancer. You know, they say, would you like a colonoscopy? Uh, that's and... not surgery. My point is surgery. But well, it's anyway, elective procedure, the, the though, is what part it is. part of it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. elective procedure. Right. But the worst part is the um, prep. So I'm just warning you, okay? Okay. <laughs> the prep. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I appreciate it. I wanted to give my opinion on businesses. Yeah, go for it. What kind of what? Give us the your um, I think business. The ones opinions. that will not return are the movie houses and the um, small restaurants, like you had mentioned. Yeah, and also you don't think like uh, movie theaters. You don't think the Tinseltown or the no, the Cinemark Twenty Two trouble. For, I think they've been in trouble for a while. Yeah, but I don't. I think they're going to be hard to come back. And then uh, boutiques. And uh, little places like that, especially up on the beach on Third Street, because that's expensive to yeah. rent. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, so much. Eileen. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Sure. Yeah, I guess it, I guess he did say elective surgeries. All right. So does that mean that I can't get my Botox, or does that mean oh, my colonoscopy? Because that's really all I've been looking forward to. Stop wanting to get a colonoscopy. A uh, Joe from Orange Park. Uh, how are you, Joe? Thanks so much for calling the Mark A Show. How are you doing today, Mark? Oh, great. What do you want to say, sir? Well, I am thankful for this elective procedures being included. Yeah. Why is that? What do you need? I'm getting both knees worked on. Oh, you're getting both knees worked on? Yeah. Oh, that's good. What are you going to do? Are you going to get, like, bionic knees, or what are you doing? No, I, I don't have any cartilage left, so they're going to go in and put stainless steel in. Oh, so, so you are gonna, you're basically going to be a superhero after that. That's great. That's great. So now, uh, yeah. have you, uh, so you're, I guess this was all put on hold, huh? This was something that you were already planning. It was, and now I'm rescheduled. Oh, dude, congratulations, Joe. We really appreciate it. And, uh, call us when you get those knees. And we want to hear, we want to, like, tap the phone against them and hear what they sound like. Does oh, that you? work? You know, they, like, the, uh, the infamous scene in all doctor movies where you hit the knee and it flies up? Or where they test that's your reflexes. That's your reflexes. Does that work with bionic knees? Yeah, because that's your reflexes. That's not your, that's not your knees. But I if he's know. got, instead of cartilage, if yeah. it's just metal. You know, I don't know. It Maybe it's so good and so strong that when you do it, he kicks the doctor and he goes through the brick wall behind him. Like, like that's what I would imagine would happen. Uh, this is Tommy in Newport Ritchie. How you doing, Tommy? Hey, Mike. How are you? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say? All right. I got a few things, and I, I'll just say it, and I'll hang up, and I'll listen to your reply. All right. Last night I was watching, you know, unfortunately, one of the fake news, and they didn't say anything about the general Flynn. They were just talking more smack about how the coronavirus, but the numbers, they're inflating them. They're saying that Trump wouldn't be able to get the 5 million test. They're saying, you know, it's just... It's a, they, we get it. It's, a, it's a Groundhog Day on those news cha channels. That's what I mean. And yeah. the, only, the only channel that had it was Fox. And I, I understand everyone says that Fox is a conservative and Republican, but why don't they, like, why, why, why just... I just don't understand. I'm you know, so Tommy, Tommy, let me ask you. I'll tell, and in fact, I will, tell, I will tell you something that really pinpoints this. My wife tends to lean towards CNN because it's what she grew up watching. And, it, you know, it aggravates her, and she understands how, how they can be fake news. But the, yesterday we were watching Hannity, 
And he started talking about General Flynn. And she turns to me and she goes, what happened with General Flynn? And I realized that this I go, I realized that this is something that they should be covering that they're not. Um, they're continuing with all the corruption. But you're right about that. We'll get into that here in just a minute. Also, uh, we have a couple more people calling in about the reopening of Florida and what businesses they feel just are not going to be able to recover from this. This could have, you know, yes, it killed 50,000 Americans. It could kill that many businesses, too, if not more. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. There are some movies you just want to see on the big screen. Top Gun Maverick. I can't wait for it to come out, and I don't want to watch it at home. Yeah, I mean, look, that's the thing. A lot of people are saying the movie theaters or movie houses, depending on, you know, what generation you are. Uh, but it, they uh, they won't be coming back from this. They were on the decline. They had a lot of they had a lot of uh, competition from Netflix. They had a lot of competition from Hulu and Disney Plus. And now with a lot of movies, I mean, there were so many movies that released during quarantine, like, for example, The Invisible Man with Kate Moss. That was a huge hit. Uh, my wife and I watched The Way Back, which was which uh, I think just came out before qu- uh, quarantine. And with the, with Ben Affleck, we watched that one. And Trolls, which people were really annoyed it was 20 bucks to rent, which I understood because if you go to the movies, you only watch it one time and it's going to cost you at least 20 bucks, depending on. And if you have like five kids, forget it. It's a hundred dollars. So uh, I didn't care about that so much. But, you know, Trolls was like the number one rental of all time. So this is teaching people that, look, quarantine is going to change the way we live our lives, because a lot of people are realizing we don't have to go to the movie theater. You know, the movie theater is trying to become more and more like our living rooms anyway. What with the big comfy recliners? If you've got a big comfy recliner at home or a couch, you just turn off the lights, crank up the sound, get yourself some popcorn with that doesn't cost $80 and you're good to go. So that seems to be, uh, that seems to be the number one, um, business that people think are going to have, is going to have trouble coming back. 800, 855 rather, 765 1045. Jason in Jacksonville. How are you, Jason? Good morning, Mark. How you doing? Doing really well, man. What do you want to say, sir? Well, you're asking about the, you know, the businesses that probably won't survive or yeah. be able, will really struggle. Yeah. And I was thinking about this. I know I really enjoyed the VIP champagne rooms, and I think they're going to be uh, struggling to be able to survive it's, here. Uh, yeah, it's, re- <laughs> it's really going to be tough to social distance uh, a lap dance. You were there, like, Did you hear about the drive through yeah, strip clubs? I mean, so I think that's... I mean, jokingly, but I, I do think they're – I'm joking. I've never been there. But oh, yeah, sure. I know we get it. We get it. But you're right. I mean, you can't do that kind of stuff from six feet away. What, you went to a drive through strip club? I didn't go, but I went to a website talking about a story. And uh-huh. the headline is, Oregon Strip Club Creates drive through Experience During Coronavirus Lockdown. They basically oh. already had that, though, with their um, weird coffee stands, like – being from Washington State. The bikini those, coffee like, stands? Oh, uh, like the baristas? Yeah, but they had yeah. them way worse than just bikinis. Mm-hmm. It would just be like – I believe also in Oregon, one of the strip clubs that uh, that couldn't compete or that had to shut down, they started having the women deliver food oh, to, uh, and they called it Boober Eats. Same place. Which is oh, the same, same place? place. So, okay, so Scott's our resident expert on that guy. <laughs> so we should. Hey, man, uh, Oregon's leading the way. I'm out of Portland. <laughs> uh, Chris in Michigan, how are you, Chris? I'm actually really sad. I'm I'm so jealous of your states that are opening up and. Getting somewhat some normalcy back to life. Our yeah. governor's just doubling down. She's an idiot. You're she's, in Michigan, huh? Yes. Yeah. She has now um, extended campgrounds are closed till the end of June. Yeah. 
Listen, uh, you know, I've said this before, and I'll tell anybody, come to Florida because it is Florida gets pretty much everything right. They make fun of Florida, man. And, yeah, we've got our weird, you know, we've got the we've got Carol Baskin here. Okay, I get it. But listen, listen, there's a Carol Basket in every state, at least one. But Florida, there's no income tax. The weather's amazing. We're pretty much a red state for all intents and purposes. Our governor, the guy we actually chose to elect, did not get busted in a hotel room with a gay porn star and a bunch of uh, drugs. And, and you know, we can now start to get out and go on the beaches and, and our freedoms are not being as restricted. Plus, like every one in two people carries a gun. So well, it's really, you know, it's it, not like it hasn't crossed my mind, but I don't think anybody buy my house now in Michigan with what's going on. I mean, I, I, I know. Were you born in Michigan? Yeah, I've, I've lived here my whole life. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, and I'm sorry. To, I mean, I'm sure it was at one time it was lovely, but now it's definitely not. Uh, it's not what it used to be. And Chris, if you ever, listen, if you want to come visit, we'd love to have you. We'd love to have you here in Florida. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. It used to be that like I when I moved here thirteen years ago now. 13 years ago. I mean, I've lived Jeez. here longer than pretty much anywhere except, no, I've actually lived here longer than any other state in my entire life. That's longer than I've been alive. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're right, half right. Yeah. For you. Uh, anyway, we. Um, but when we got here, I never thought to myself, you know, this is like, I didn't know anything about it. But now that I live here, I'm like, this is it, man. Yeah. There's no there's no reason to go anywhere else. And if and with Governor DeSantis, like when Governor Scott was governor, I thought we have the best governor in the country. Then when he left to go to the Senate, I thought, how are we going to compete? And then Ron DeSantis was like, I'll run. And we're like, great. He got elected. And I know that the media tells you one thing, but you can you can pretty much, you know now, if CNN and MSNBC tells you something's bad, typically the opposite is true. And what I think we're seeing from Governor DeSantis is some of the best leadership on the coronavirus. And what we're seeing from governors like uh, Whitmer and uh, the dude in, in New Jersey and and even Cuomo, you know, to a to a large extent. I feel like that is not good governing because they're ignoring a huge part of what it means to be a leader. And that is representing the people that voted for them and 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 protecting their freedoms. Um, instead of you know stomping all over them, eight five. So anyway, come to Florida. Uh, I mean, look, Donald Trump moved here. Donald Trump is no longer a resident of New York. The president of the United States is a resident of Florida. So you got you got Ron DeSantis, President Trump, me. I mean, what more? What more could you possibly want in a state? Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Kirk in Jacksonville. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? Hey, good morning, Mark. Oh, Rush Limbaugh, he also lives here. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Heck yeah. Yeah, what do you want to say, Kurt? cool people live in Florida. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm thinking that the Chinese restaurants are going to take a pretty big hit. You know, and I'm a little bummed by that, too. I'm a little bummed by that because I, I guess a lot of people think that the Chinese food here in the United States comes actually from China, but it doesn't. It's all, you know, it's made here, and they deep fry everything, so I figure... You know, like because we tried to order uh, Chinese food two two weeks ago, and they said uh, due to the coronavirus we're closed. And my wife said, "Yeah, I guarantee no one's going to want to order from them." But that paint, I really enjoy Chinese food. Yes, yeah, it's, it's one of the best um, like cravings of all time. Yeah, Absolutely. it really is. Someone and just says Chinese food, and you start salivating. And it's good the next day, Salivary. and they deliver. And you know, in this day and age of delivery, Kirk, would you uh, would you order from a Chinese restaurant or go to a Chinese restaurant again? I still think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing that got me was uh, uh, the video of the wet markets and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of people are kind of turned off by the culture and all. And I understand China is a big 
country with a billion people and all that stuff, just like yeah. everybody judges everybody in Florida the same way in the, you know, the major. Look, I'm, I'm pretty stuff. sure though, I'm, I'll be honest with you, and the, and the, what you see in the Wuhan wet markets and the dogs stacked up one on top of each other in the back, I mean, that is, I'm not go, I'm not talking about calling the Wuhan market and getting them, you know, saying, hey, do dead guys do delivery? I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about China House or Panda Express. I'm talking about the places where they have the open kitchen, and I can see them throw everything in a vat of boiling hot grease that I know is going to kill anything that's on it. I mean, you know, they're not they're not importing that food from the Wuhan province. At least I don't think they are. And if they are, it's still really good. Well, so Ameri- American know. Chinese food is way different than actual, like, Chinese food. Right, right. I'm sure I would I hate actual no Chinese food. Yeah, it's, like, way, way different. But you're right. Probably that's going to be one of the uh, that's gonna be one of the um, the, re- the businesses that, that's going to have a tough time recovering. Lee, uh, Intercoastal West. How you doing, Lee? Hey, pretty good, Mark. Good to see you here from you again. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to comment on the uh, the person that said that the governor of Georgia was sacrificing people uh, by allowing things to open up. If people are afraid to go to a restaurant or a store, they can stay home and order online. He's not making anybody go out. He's allowing them to, and that's what freedom is all about. Yeah, that is that is 100% true, and that's something that uh – that's something that they – oh, here it is. The Atlantic Daily, what Georgia would, will teach America. The state just opened its economy, essentially launching an experiment in human sacrifice. Which, I mean, I'll be honest with you. You're right. They're not pushing people into the fire to appease the gods. You know, they're not putting them in the gladiator ring and saying two men enter, one man leaves. They're saying, hey, if you want to go get your haircut, you can go get your haircut. But you should probably do it responsibly. Um, we're just not going to keep you out of the hair salon. And that's a far well, cry from an experiment with human sacrifice. I think it's also a sad commentary on the media that they immediately leap to a conclusion like that. Uh, it's absurd on the face of it. Yeah, dude, there's nothing but sad commentary on the media these days. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Uh, Andrew in Ponte Vedra. How are you, Andrew? Hey, Mark. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, doing really well. Thanks so much for asking. What do you want to say, sir? Hey, on, on social distancing, I kind of see it as a way to actually enforce, uh, well, to, to go crack down on dissent. Because in practical terms, how are you going to stop pilots from sitting next to each other, people on airplanes? How are you going to stop police from sitting next to each other, firefighters? It seems like it's only geared towards groups of people that are outside together. And that's what scares me about their whole social distancing thing. I just don't think it works in the long term. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of question about that. Also, why is it that what what's the magic number with 10 or less? That was always the big question. People would say, why is it 10 or less? Like, so nine of us could hang out together, but 10 of us could not? So eight of us could get the coronavirus from one person, and that would be better than that one extra person. A lot of these rules have been put in place arbitrarily by people, again, and none of us have, but people who have never really experienced any of this. And you need to remember that, that Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks and Dr. Chris Cuomo and Dr. Anderson Cooper and Dr. Wolf Blitzer, all these famous medical minds, have no idea what they're talking about. They are all guessing because there is no playbook. There is no record. There is no precedent for the coronavirus. Uh, and anyone who pretends that they that they have a precedent, that they have a playbook, that they know how to handle something like this because they have before is lying. 855-765-1045. I mean, the people on CNN are lying anyway, but this they definitely I mean, you, that's just another way. 
that you can tell. 855-765-1045. We have to take a quick break. We've got more people. Oh, we got some Michigan escapees on the phone. We've got some more people talking about the lockdown and what businesses they think just won't be able to come back. Chinese food restaurants, movie theaters, movie houses. What do you think is done for in a post-coronavirus age? 855-765-1045. It's the Marque Show. We'll be right back. Are you at home or sitting at your desk at work? Either way, watch The Mark K Show live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. This is The Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. theaters have gotten pretty expensive, especially if you take your, your child to them. I mean, it's like $35 with popcorn, candy, and three tickets. You know what you don't realize is there's other ancillary businesses that are going to suffer, too. Like, let's say, for example, let's say, for example, that the movie theaters go under, that all of a sudden the movie theaters start to close, uh, that they, that people are staying home and they're, and they're just doing the Comcast On Demand or they're watching on Disney Plus or Netflix or whatever. And movies now go straight to your your home release let's say that's the new norm think about places like fandango or uh your the other one where you or like the app you go on and you buy your tickets and you pick your you pick your seats out on the app and they get a percentage that's going to be gone too so with the movie theaters closing there's tons of ancillary markets that then uh fall by the wayside as well and that's another so i don't think fandango i'm going to be honest with you is going to survive this because there's not going to be that many people going to the movie theaters and they're not going to need the to use the app that you use to buy your tickets ahead of time 855765 1045. This is Sonny in Jacksonville. Hi, Sonny. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Hey, good, man. What do you want to say today, Sonny? I was just uh, thinking, uh, I wanted to say a couple things. I'll ask a question if you knew and, and just uh, say that I think our president's doing a great job. Okay, good, good. We appreciate that, yeah. No matter uh, what anybody else thinks, I mean, I, that'd be pretty stupid not to see that. Okay. And he's doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, no, we get it. That's awesome. What was your question? Uh, I had heard there was going to be another stimulus uh, in May. Is that true? Uh, there, you know, there's been they're they're working on that. Yeah, it hasn't been it hasn't been 100 uh, percent set. And so here's the thing: I don't. The first one was a stimulus. The second one. I don't know if it's a stimulus or if it's just more like, you know, basically a welfare check that goes out to everybody. They're going to call it a stimulus. They're going to call it a, a stimulus package. But the first one was really designed as a stimulus check. Now that things are opening back up, uh, you know, they I mean, here's the that was my big problem with the stimulus to begin with. They sent people the money when everything was closed. It's very difficult, as we're talking about, to go to the movies and support your local movie theater to keep it from closing when the movie theater's closed. So you get your $1,200, and what are you going to do? You're going to pay your rent. You're going to pay your, your utilities. You're going to pay your credit card bill. And none of that actually stimulates the economy because you're buying stuff you already bought. You need to buy new stuff. What you need to do is get that $1,200, go out to a bar, and buy drinks for everybody. And tip the bartender insane, uh, insane, you know, like an insane percentage. That's how you stimulate an economy. That didn't work because they sent it out to people when there was no place for them to spend the money. Now that the things are starting to open up, I think if they want to do it again, first of all, it's a huge sum of money. Second of all, the Democrats are going to try to throw all these amendments onto it that the Republicans aren't going to want. And then, and then thirdly, I think they need to really wait until June 
or even July when things are all humming again at full speed. Like, and once things are back open, the restaurants and the bars and the salons and the tattoo parlors everywhere across the nation, then you give people money. Because then they're going to have money, they're going to have places to go, they're going to blow it all, and you're going to see the the economy skyrocket. So that would be my suggestion. Of course, nobody from Washington has asked me my suggestion yet. Uh, but anyway, thanks so much. Jeff in Illinois, how are you, Jeff? All right. Oh, good, man. What do you want to hey, say, uh, Jeff? Uh, yeah, well, our governor locked, locked us down for uh, another month. Yeah, and now starting, we gotta wear mask. You know, wherever we go, even out of my apartment, I gotta down the hallways. I gotta wear a mask. But anyhow, he uh, had a news. He has a daily news conference. Yeah, and uh, he had uh, he was talking yesterday, and some reporter asked him, "Well, we're all on lockdown. Do you think it's fair that your wife is vacationing in Florida?" <laughs> that didn't go over too good. Well, yeah, and you're talking—is it Pritzker? Is that the guy? Yeah, yeah. I heard, yeah. and I heard this yesterday. He um he extended the the stay at home order until at least May thirtieth, and th but I believe yeah. it's been restrained. Have you heard anything about that? I believe someone took him to court immediately, and a judge has restrained yeah. that order. So it's not technically locked down till May thirtieth. Yeah, that's in Southern Illinois. He's he's a. Uh... His big thing is up in Chicago because yeah. that's where it's hit the worst at. All right, so all right. By, you know, I'm in central Illinois, and it's... Yeah. Well, listen, keep us posted, and I'll be sure. I guarantee more politicians' wives will begin vacationing in Florida as these lockdowns continue. 855-765-1045. It is time for us to take one more quick break. Traffic, weather, news, more of your phone calls. Hey, hey, do you know what businesses, or do you think you know what businesses just will not come back from this? Any ideas? Let us know. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. I do not think movie theaters will survive because people have learned they can watch a movie and be so much more comfortable at their home and have options to pause it and eat whatever they want. Oh, the pausing is a huge thing to pause it and get up and go to the bathroom and not miss any of the movie. I do uh, I do enjoy a good pause. 855-765-1045. And you know there's a lot of businesses that I think will end up uh better off. They're, they're going to make changes that maybe they hadn't changed before, but I think that are going to be positive changes. And I bring up golf because my son and I like that's one of the few things we've been able to do outside is golf. And, you know, and, and he's, his tournaments have been canceled and things like that. He's a big golf. He's way better than I am. Uh, but, but they've changed the way golf, you know, it, they've socially distanced golf, which is weird because, I mean, I mean, you're 200 yards away from the next person anyway. Um, and most of the time I'm in the woods by myself searching for my balls. But at the golf course, they've done a couple of things. First of all, they've taken all the rakes away from the bunkers. Which is great because the one thing I hated was raking my tracks out of the bunker and I was in the bunker a lot. Now, because they don't want people touching the rakes and then getting COVID-19 on their hands or whatever, uh, they've just gotten rid of all the rakes. So if you hit it in the bunker, you go in there, you walk, you don't have to do anything to, uh, to clean up after yourself. Uh, the second thing is that they, um, 
had they don't uh, let you take the pe- the pin out of the flag anymore. When you putt it, they put a little foam piece there. It just sits on top, and it's kind of actually nice. It makes the game go faster. You always have it's really like small little things like that. One of the things I'm not sure about or I don't really understand is that they allow only one person per cart. So if you go out with like four people. There's, there's like a it's like a convoy of four carts uh, cruising down the uh, cruising down the golf course. But I think a lot of businesses, it's not that they won't survive, but they're going to make major changes like the golf courses are doing uh, and that kind of thing. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. This is Ryan in Fargo, North Dakota. How you doing, Ryan? Hey, I'm doing good, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for calling in from North Dakota. We appreciate that. Yeah, no, no problem. Just wanted to kind of, you know, we've been talking about what states are doing and not, and I just figured I'd give you a call and let you know that here in North Dakota, everything's going to open up on Friday, uh, even movie theaters. I just read the article today that was talking about movie theaters are going to be open. Yeah. Restaurants are going to be running at 50% capacity. Oh, wow. It's encouraging. I'm 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 even more excited about the hair salons opening because I'm starting to look like one of the long lost members of ZZ Top. <laughs> uh, North Dakota and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They have been almost not even affected by this virus though from the beginning, right? North and South Dakota have both been spared a huge amount of cases and and tragic deaths. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We've been pretty lucky here. Uh, I think I just read the article said that our total cases. So far, has been up to one thousand thirty-three. Yeah. So nothing, nothing too outrageous, which is nice. But I, I think it's just because you know we don't have a lot of people up here. It's kind of like Siberia in the winter time. So no, I get it. I love that. I love that. I'm a little jealous. We have uh, we have a lot of people here in Florida, but we still here in our county we have one thousand cases. So that's basically uh, we're basically like the size of I guess North Dakota when it comes down to it. But uh, no, you guys have been have been doing a really great job up there. And thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Uh, so the movie theaters in North Dakota opening back up. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Steve and Palatka. How are you, Steve? Hey, great, Mark. Hey, love the show. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I retired in 2015 from NAS Jack. Okay. And decided to buy a house here. And my mom and most of my relatives are up in Michigan right now, and they tell me all kinds of crazy stuff that that Governor Whitmer is coming up with. Oh yeah, arbitrary things that there's no proof or, or um, you know, there's no. I don't even know why she would uh, make the decision she's made about the gardening and the and the golf carts and all the other things. But uh, my mom has told me about all kinds of things that they've had to deal with, and I've heard it. Um, and I wonder. I'm thinking to myself, more and more people are going to come down here and go over to Texas and such. Why do they bring their voting with them? That is, a, that is an excellent question. That's happening a lot with California. People leave California and New York, and they come to places like Florida and Texas. And instead of saying, hey, we left California and New York because the Democrats ran it into the ground, we're going to vote for Republicans, they leave, they come to Texas and New York and say, we left Texas and New York because the Democrats ran it into the ground. Now that we're here, we're going to vote more Democrats in so that they can run these fantastic places that we escaped to into the ground. I don't understand the mentality. All I can tell you is that politics is very it's it's almost genetic for a lot of people. It's almost genetic for a lot of people. And my in-laws are that way. My in-laws grew up in uh, in Maryland, very blue state, working class. <laughs> they are staunch Catholics. They are they are anti-abortion. They are not uh, they are not big fans of of homosexual marriage. They uh, you know are not really into any 
of the uh, any of the doctrines that the Democrats are pushing. They don't want a socialized medicine. They don't want any of that stuff. And they don't want immigrants coming here and uh, and killing people and bringing drugs and guns and things like that. But but if they go vote, they've got to vote for they've got to vote for Joe Biden because he's a Democrat. And that's how that's how they've lived their lives to this point. You know, and that's why yeah, people it, 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 I think people that get to choose their party, uh, those are the people that are really excited and involved in the party. If you get to choose, you're, for example, I was born in Canada. A lot of you know that. A lot of you don't. I was born in Canada, moved here when I was eight years old. So my dad and my mom, they never voted in a presidential election. They never had a party. I wasn't born in a red state. I wasn't born in a blue state. I wasn't born into a, a, a JFK-loving Boston, Massachusetts family. And I wasn't born into a, you know, like a, a red-to-the-core Ronald Reagan-loving household. I was Canadian. I came here. I watched. I learned. I listened. And I started realizing that one party makes a lot of sense. And the other party, they're just scary. So I got to make my choice. And I think when you do that, I think you start to see that those are the people that really kind of get it and understand. And in a way, I'm more thankful that I got to choose my party because I really understand the difference between the two. Herman Cain, our good friend, same thing. Herman Cain did not come from a long line of black Republicans. In fact, I think he was the first in his family. Won't be the last, but I'm pretty sure he was the first. And he always said to me, he said, if you meet a black Republican, that is one of the most Republican people you will ever meet. Because to be black and to choose to be a Republican, you've really got to want to be a Republican because you put up with a lot of stuff. Uh, 855-765-1045. I don't know why it happens. But listen, Florida, open invitation to any Michiganer or anyone living in New Jersey it's a great place to live. It's a great place to raise a family. We have great radio stations and shows here. Lots of stuff for you to do, or at least there will be come Monday. But please, leave your politics at the door. The reason Florida is so great, and, and the reason we, we attract so much business and industry, and the reason the President of the United States not only started businesses here, but now has claimed the state as his state of residency, the reason all of this happens is because we have the right people in office. And by right people, I mean Republicans who want you to live the life you way, the way you want to live it, who want you to be as successful as possible, who don't want to limit the amount of, of freedoms that you have, and who also want to make sure you have as much money as you need to make those dreams come true. Hence, no state income tax. And I, you know, and, and I think when when more and more state, when more and more states look around, especially after this coronavirus, they're going to see people fleeing New York. Is gonna, the people are so scared to live in such an urban center like New York. Uh, they were leaving before this. And now that they see, hey, not only am I living in this urban metropolis, which is expensive and dirty and smelly and, uh, you know, there's there's fewer jobs and, uh, you know, I, 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 crime is higher. Everything in New York City is massive because there's, what, 15 million people there? Now, on top of that, you are more susceptible to get disease, and when you do, your governor is going to treat you like a prisoner. Your mayor is going to arrest you for going to a funeral if he tells you to go home. And now you're going to turn around and say, why the hell am I living here? I'm out. And if that's you, like I said, come to Florida, leave the liberalism at the door. 855-765-1045. I got to take another quick break. Steve, thanks so much for the call. We really appreciate it. More of the Mark K Show on the way. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV.
Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the WOKV app. He'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way. Send one in. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Show. Thanks so much for joining us. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. What businesses will not recoup, will not recover, will be gone with the coronavirus? Which, which ones do you think are not going to be able uh, to sustain after all the different changes, after after everything opens back up? People are going to be like, you know what? Here's something I learned by the, about the coronavirus. I just don't need to go to the movies anymore. I think the movie theater has already been closed for people who are families. Four people to see a movie cost $100. Not in my house. You know, the, I was reading an article about a lot of the actors in movies and TV shows. Not the big mate, not the Brad Pitts of the world, not the Tom Hankses, but the ones that, you you know, maybe you know their faces or you're, oh, yeah, they play that character in your favorite movie. But uh, you wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to, you know, you don't know their name and they're not getting a Hollywood Walk of Fame star anytime soon. Well, they're out of work and they don't have any more uh, work to do. And a lot of them are actually filing unemployment. And look, get this, getting other jobs. There was one actor, he said yesterday he was on, uh, he was on like, um, uh, what was that, uh, Station 19? Have you heard of that show? No. Station 19, he had a recurring role on Station 19, but when they shut down production, he did not have any money saved up. He wasn't making that money, much money to begin with. He's now working at an Amazon warehouse. So last week he was on TV. Now he's like packaging up your, your you know, Tide Pods and whatever you're ordering and sending it out. I mean, and that's one of the, again, all these little ancillary markets and businesses and people that are affected. 855-765-1045 is the number. This is Felix in the Regency area. How are you, Felix? Good. Thank you for taking my call, Mark. How's everything with you? You know, everything's going great, man. Everything's, I mean, I overslept a little bit today, and a lot of people are annoying me, but not anyone in this room, so that's good. Uh, what do you want to say today, sir? Well, okay, I heard you talking about the golf. Uh, I made a, uh, a golf update for this afternoon. Yeah. I saw early this morning, the early thing, the earliest thing they got is like 345. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because they got to get one car to a person. Yeah. Now, uh, a friend of mine works for the bus company here, JTA, and he rigged up a clear, a shower curtain around where he, his driving area. Yeah. So he's afraid of people coughing on him, even though he wears a mask, but that doesn't protect him. And he rigged up this uh, curtain, shower curtain, covers his whole area, doesn't impede his, his view or his sight. And I was thinking that the golf carts could be done the same way. They could do some kind of a... Oh, put like a shower curtain in between. Yeah, that's a great idea. So yeah. you hang you hang the plastic in between the two riders, and that way you can share one car. I think that's a great idea. In absolutely, fact, we absolutely. should do that in the studio. We should go to Bed Bath & Beyond and get some rods, <laughs> and we should hang up shower curtains between me and the other Josh and Hannah over there. And that way we won't cough and sneeze and stuff on each other. I love that, Felix. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We it really could be like it. confession booths. It could we be. We could say how we really feel about each other. Well, I was thinking clear shower curtains, but if you want, we could get like oh. opaque ones. Or I like clear better. <laughs> Josh wants like a polka dot water. He wants like an Avengers one. <laughs> Are you sure you yeah. want to confess your real feelings in that room? Yeah, no, we record everything here. Uh, 855-765-1045 is the number. 855 855- 
seven six five one four five. That is, but I mean, that's like the kind of thing you're going to start seeing. Is that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of, um, I guess, uh, uh, impact from the coronavirus? People will still go back to business, but they're going to be doing it in a totally different way. This is Jeannie in St. John's County. How are you, Jeannie? Hi, Mark. I'm fine. It's great to talk to you. Good oh, morning. Great to talk to you too, Jeannie. What do you want to say today? Well, being that everybody's going back to work, um, I haven't heard anything being mentioned about the self-employed people. We hear about small businesses. We hear about big businesses. People have all gotten stimulus checks. But the self-employed affects my family, and there's been nothing mentioned about them. Yeah. I'm wondering if you have any insight about that. Uh, what kind of, when you say self-employed, what do you mean? Like consulting? Or I mean, do, you have a, do you have your own shop, or are you just running a, a landscaping daughter, business? No, my daughter, she runs a small spa. She's an esthetician. Okay. And she's like, it's stuck between the cracks. Yeah. Um, in order to go back to work, she needs all kinds of protective supplies, and um, there's no money left to even do that. Everything she has tried to get help with, she gets a no. She yeah. can't get unemployment. She can't get, she can't even get on food stamps. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, know, yeah. Um, look, and again, it is it is one of those weird things, and uh, I'm not sure has she applied for a small business loan at all. I know a lot of times a lot, a lot of that money dried up really quickly. That money dried up very quickly. Yeah. A small business loan, you have to have at least two people working for you, so that leaves out. How many people does she have working person. for? Her? So she's really like she just an, anybody. She's, she's really just like a one one man operation. Exactly. She has. They have a small spa, and each person—the massage therapist, the esthetician, the hair—you know, you know—all of them. They all have their separate little businesses in the one spa. So they're all self-employed. They have nobody working for them. And no one can come to them. Can can they go to other people? Can they do like in-home? Like, could they do a schedule an in-home treatment or something like that? I mean, look, if, if spas are closed or hair salons are closed, does that mean that people can't come to your house and give you the treatment or cut your hair? Well, massage therapists could do that, but an esthetician can't do that. You have to be in a very sterile environment, oh. and you. So yeah. it's a tough thing. No, it really is. And 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 Jeannie, I'm uh, Jeannie. I'm sorry to hear about that. And your daughter, it's a tough. It's a tough position to be in. A lot of people are. Fa I mean, it's like I just said. That actor used to be acting. Now he works at Amazon. And and it's you know and it's very difficult for people to say hey maybe it's time for a career change or maybe I need to do something differently if there's if there's any way she can take those skills and find a way to still get them to the people um, you know even in the interim I would you know definitely you know recommend it eight five five seven six five one zero four five listen we have to take another quick break this show is going so fast today so fast today uh, we've got thirty more minutes we've got time for more of your phone calls and we're going to keep talking about what businesses you think aren't going to be able to recuperate or what businesses will have to make drastic changes and what you think those changes are going to be eight five five seven six five one oh four five it's the Mark K show entertaining never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12 informative you call people out no matter what they are and you hold them accountable that's the Mark K show this is the Mark K show There's no way we can get rid of movie theaters. Think about, in our history, how many first dates and how many first kisses. And, you know, it's just it's a part of the American pastime. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear you. But people used to think that way about drive-in movie theaters, you know, and people used to think that way about newspapers. And, I mean, how many people, like, everyone's like, you can't not have the newspaper. But really, show of hands, how many people still get the newspaper? 
And how many of the people uh, with their hands up get the newspaper and read it or just use it, you know, to, like, pick up dog poop and stuff? Eight five. I mean, we don't even wrap fish in newspaper anymore because, well, that's very unsanitary. 855-765-1045 is the number. Kirby in St. Mary's. How are you, Kirby? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you doing? Great. What do you think about businesses after the coronavirus? Well, I know you like to play uh, Texas Hold'em and stuff. Mm. That's the best bet. And, you know, I enjoy that, too. And I like to get together with buddies and, and play uh, Texas Hold'em and stuff like that. Yeah. But with this uh, shutdown, you know, and stuff like that. And not uh, limiting, you know, to groups of 10 or fewer how do you think that's going to work? Do you think that the best bet's going to survive in places like that? Uh, poker rooms, casinos, things like that. Listen, Kirby, uh, here and uh, yeah, I I've thought about that a lot, and it's brought me a lot of mixed feelings. I mean, I definitely want to be healthy, but I definitely want to play poker again. Uh, I've been getting emails from them, and they, you know, they're like, "Look, we're sanitizing the entire building. We are taking each poker chip. We're triple washing it. These are going to be like brand new poker chips." When we finally reopen, the I'm sure a lot of people will be wearing gloves. I'm sure that the dealers will be wearing gloves. You're going to see a lot of the older people, and a lot of older people frequent the casinos and the poker rooms wearing masks. Uh, but, you know, it's it's not just the poker chips. It's the cards. Uh, you know you know how it is. Every time you deal the cards, you, you hold them, you fold them, you do whatever. They're shuffled. It's the same deck, and then they get spread out again to the other people. So I don't really know. I mean... I'm a, I believe, I believe that the underlying human desire, and it's not even here in the United States, it is worldwide, and in some places it's even stronger than it is here in America. But I believe that the, there is this underlying human desire and need to gamble. And I believe that gambling is, it's such a powerful force in so many people that gambling will go on. I believe that gambling has lasted since the dawn of time. I believe that I believe that uh, the first time a caveman clubbed a cavewoman over the head, it was because someone bet him he wouldn't do it. That's how strongly I believe in gambling. And every culture has their own form of gambling. And places like Las Vegas, I mean, the state of Nevada, or, I'm sorry, the state of Nevada, no offense, Nevada, would not be a state without Las Vegas. There would have there would be no power, there would be no economy, there would be no money. Gambling makes that state go round. Uh, you know, look at look at our own uh, reservations here with with the um, uh, the uh, Indian reservations and the and the Seminole uh, casinos here in Florida. The amount of money that they bring into the state, the amount of tourism. I mean, tourism is our thing. Po poker is just like Disney World. People are close together. They're touching the same things. Uh, you know, Universal Studios. I feel like it will all come back. In fact, deep down inside, I kind of believe. Because I've seen this before. I've seen this phenomenon before. I've seen people who were afraid to fly after 9-11. You know, I've seen people who, who took the train for two years or a bus or just didn't go anywhere. I've seen all of that. I've seen people nowadays just not even remember what happened, what it felt like. You see New York City. You know, you see, they, we knocked down two, or we had two big, tall buildings knocked down. We built back one bigger, taller building, and people go to work in it every single day. And tore it. we went up there. My wife and I, we were alive for 9-11. We remember what it looked like. And when we went to New York and we went to, when we went to uh, One World Trade Center, the first thing we did was we bought the VIP package to go all the way to the top. And we were not scared. We, we remembered, but we also forgot. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think people are going to remember the coronavirus and they're going to remember this time in their life, but they're eventually going to forget the fear. 
And I believe they'll be going to the poker rooms. And I believe they'll be uh, raking the golf bunkers again. And I believe that people will be sitting, you know, rubbing up against each other in bars. And, and, and I believe that Joe Biden will be sniffing women inappropriately sooner, probably more than later. And all the, I believe we will get back to a sense of normalcy within one, two years. You're going to be like, you're going to be like, remember when there we couldn't buy hand sanitizer and everyone was wearing a bandana on their face? You guys remember that was crazy. It's going to come up in your Facebook memories. And you're going to be like, oh, man, look how look at us. Look at remember when we were all social distancing and homeschooling you kids. Oh, my God. That was so crazy, wasn't it? Pretty soon, that's what I believe is going to happen. I believe all of what we're experiencing right now is just going to be something that pops up in your Facebook memories uh, in two to three years. 855-765-1045. This is Sean in Jacksonville. Hi, Sean. How are you? Hey, Mark. Doing great. How are you, Coach? Oh, really good, man. Thanks so much for asking. What do you want to say, sir? Hey, I'm one of the referees out there at I-9 with you. Um, oh, yeah. What do you think is going to – so what do you think is going to happen with our I-9 sports out there, With you know, since we have so many kids and so many parents together out there? Yeah, I know. Well, all youth sports, I-9 sports, all the soccer, all the basketball. I mean, I, again, like like I just said, one, and, and that's something I loved, you know, just as much as poker. If not, I mean, the two things I loved were gambling and yelling at referees. And you know that, Sean. Uh but I think I think you got to get the kids out there playing again. And if if basketball comes back professionally and and people are watching it on TV, the kids are going to want to play it. If football comes back and you're watching it on TV, the kids are going to want to go out there and play it. Uh, I think that eventually, like like we said, you know, whether it's the vaccine or whether it's just time, people are going to realize that it's okay to let their kids play sports. Maybe some of them will be wearing masks. Maybe some of them will be wearing gloves. Uh, as long as look, as long as the gloves don't affect them catching the ball, then I'm all for it. But um, but you know it it, it it's probably going to be that's going to be definitely up to the parents. And you may see some kids who don't show back up there because their parents are a little concerned about it. Or you may see some sports that are not. For example, my my son plays flag football and he plays golf. And flag football has been canceled for the season. Next season, maybe in September they'll bring it back. But golf. Uh, they're already planning another tournament. Why? Because golf is a low-impact sport. If you're if you're touching somebody while you play golf, you're playing golf wrong. All right, you're not doing you're not doing it right. You're not playing any golf. You shouldn't be within six six feet six feet or six feet. Either one of them. You shouldn't be within six feet of someone when you're playing golf. It's a game that is designed around social distancing, and that's why I think it's the perfect kind of game for this time. You may see a, a resurgence, or you may see more people taking up sports that are individual uh, as, as opposed to team sports. It's in, it'll be interesting to watch. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Susan in Jacksonville. How are you, Susan? I'm good. How are you today? Doing really well. What would you want to say? Um, I was going to bring up the home health, uh, home daycare providers, you know, the, the people who watch uh, kids for people. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you remember correctly, a few years back when when Miss Graham, the Democrat who was running for office, um, worked for the, Better Bus- uh, the, the Business Association in Florida, she signed up, uh, she made it to where if you were a home daycare provider, that you had to be part of a union, and so people were getting bills in the mail for like union, and they couldn't afford it. Yeah, they couldn't afford dues. So I can't imagine how daycare providers or 
kids who babysit at home for parents who were working, who are not working, who are at home with their kids right now because their kids are not in school or at daycares because they're closed. Right. Um, the other kids, so they're just keeping them all home. Those those people are probably not going to be able to pay their bills right now. And yeah. they don't have people working for them, so they don't they don't qualify for small business loans. You know, stuff like that. And so I don't even see how they're going to come back from that, except for to start all over again, and hopefully they didn't lose their houses. Yeah, no, so this, Susan, that's a great point. A lot of those home uh, home daycare and home uh, you know care centers are people that need them to keep their houses because, you know, and they're like, hey, I have a house. I have some time on my hands, so... Yeah, I can. That, I got to do what I got to do. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Listen, we have to take one more quick break. When we get back, uh, we've got uh, we got a couple more of your phone calls here that we can squeeze in. And then, who's talking at the top of the hour? Is it the governor or the mayor? The or mayor. it's the mayor, right? Okay, good. We'll go with that. It's Mayor <laughs> Lenny Curry. Uh, he's gonna have a press conference coming up here at the top of the hour. So stay tuned to the Mark K Show on one zero four point five WOKV. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKB, Jacksonville's news and talk. Here's how out of it and annoyed I am with everybody today. I totally forgot to solicit for What the Bleep. However, it's okay because we had a ton of people on the line. And uh, we just said, hey, you can't talk, but you can play What the Bleep. And they were like, cool. Uh, one of them is Steve in Jacksonville. Steve, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. You ready to play some What the Bleep today? I'm ready. Oh, this is great. You will be playing against our buddy Brent in Jacksonville. Hi, Brent. How are you? I'm fine. Oh, good. Brent, thanks so much for adjusting your schedule to play What the Bleep with us. Okay, I called to make a comment about bringing back drive-in movies. Okay, all right. Well, hang, you know, hang, we'll, we'll let you do that here. We'll let you, we'll let you do that here in, in just a minute. Hey, Jerry. Good morning. How are you, Jerry? Yeah, I'm good. Hey, you want to play what the you want to play what the bleep by any chance? Uh, can I still make a comment? Uh, okay. Hang on. One second. <laughs> <laughs> we can just play right. against Hannah. Hannah right, hasn't okay. heard him yet. Yeah, I was just thinking that. All right, why don't we do that? Well, Steve versus Hannah today. Steve, you're going to... Yes. I mean, like, it's my fault. I, look, I take full responsibility. I told you. I overslept. I didn't know what day it was, right? I really did. I, didn't, yeah. I lost track of time. I was supposed to say we need two people to play What the Bleep. I didn't. Now this guy about the was pissed off. He couldn't talk about drive-in movies. And anyway, the good news <laughs> is Hannah gets to play. Yay. I guess. Are you guys ready? Yes. All right, here, here we go. Listen up. Yeah, listen very carefully. Oh, hold on. Where's the music? See, I don't even have the music ready. It's all it's all going straight to hell. Uh, Let's see if this works. There we go. There we go. Uh, all right. Uh, here's what's up, Steve. We're going to start with you, okay? Okay. All right. And what we've done, Steve, just so you know, if you're unfamiliar with the segment, is uh, we've taken clips from the week and we've uh, we've bleeped out one word. So what you have to do is you have to listen carefully and you have to tell us what word we bleeped out. All right. All right. All right. Listen up. Here is your first one. This is. Tanya J. Powers. I don't know who is Tanya J. Powers. A Fox News reporter. Fox News reporter Tanya J. Powers. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Here we go. The USNS Comfort, which has been in New York City's harbor for the last month, is set to leave today. All right. What do you think Tanya J. Powers said there in place of the bleep? 
Docked. Docked. The USNS Comfort, which has been docked in New York City's harbor for the last month, is right. set to leave today. Look, right out, right off the bat, you're kicking Hannah's butt. Whoa, one nothing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nicely done. Nicely done, Steve. All right, Hannah, are you ready for your first one? Ready. All right, listen carefully. This is, is it Salt Lake City Mayor? Correct. All right, Salt Lake City Mayor Jenny Wilson. Salt Lake City Mayor Jenny Wilson, listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Remain vigilant. Remain wise. Yourself and those you love now more than ever. Protect. I'm sorry. Can you, can you give us a minute to, to soak it in? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pre, what'd you say? Protect. Protect. Remain vigilant. Remain wise. Protect yourself All right. and those you love now more than ever. Hannah's no nonsense, man. She's like, I am winning this. I'm taking this dude down. Very competitive. All right, there we go. Steve, Hannah, tied one to one. Steve, are you ready for your next one? All right. All right, listen carefully. This is uh, Simon Owen from, what is it, Fox Business News? What's he from? Uh, yep. He's from some news play. Listen carefully. Tell us what the bleep. Retired British Army Captain Tom Moore promoted and made an honorary c- to mark his 100th birthday. <laughs> what, 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 what do you think, Steve? Uh, uh, an honor? Uh, uh, I have no idea. You, know, you want to take a guess? Honor, uh, uh, listen to it. Listen to it one more time because it's okay. super funny. Okay. Retired okay, British yeah. Army Captain Tom Moore promoted and made an honorary c- to mark his 100th birthday. <laughs> what do you think? Honorary cake. I don't know. Honorary cake. Well, Retired honorary British cake. Army Captain Tom Moore promoted and made an honorary colonel to colonel. mark his 100th oh, birthday. Oh, <laughs> honorary cake sounds better. I like better. it better, yeah. All right, here we go. Hannah, are you ready? So ready. This is our own Rich Jones uh, speaking, I believe, this morning uh, here on 104.5 WOKV. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. All right. Oh, wait. Hold on. I should actually... That was a quiet part of the here show. Here we go. Listen carefully. <laughs> Steady rain, a good... Which we absolutely need this uh, usually dry period. Let me hear it one more time, please. Please. Okay. Steady rain, a good thing. Which we absolutely need this uh, usually dry period. What do you think? I don't know. It's some sort of like drizzle rain thing. Drizzle rain thing. Steady rain, a good soaking. Which we absolutely soaking. need this uh, usually soaking. dry period. That was close. That was mm. close, but not, not uh, no cigar. All right, uh, here we go. We're back to you, Steve. Are you? It's tied up one to one. You can take the lead with this one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Listen carefully. This is Governor Ron DeSantis speaking yesterday in Florida. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. It's bleeped twice, but it's the same word, just so you know, so you don't freak out. Listen, here we go. Okay. Today, though, Florida will take a small, deliberate, methodical. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you think? Step. Step. Let's see if you're right. Let me go here and let's see if you're right about that. Let's see. Today, though, Florida will take a step. Yeah. Small, deliberate, methodical methodical step. Congratulations. With that, you take the lead two to one. And unfortunately, we're out of time. So you win, Steve. Congratulations. (laughs) Yes, Steve. Uh, Hang tight one second. Oh, no, you know what? You can just go because we don't have anything for you anyway. Uh, Listen, tomorrow, Friday, fake news Friday, as a matter of fact. And we will begin uh, discussing more and more about the reopening of the state of Florida and whatever else should happen between now and then. In the meantime, stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh, it's all on the way. Keep it locked on 104.5 WOKV. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.